Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello. Wowzers, welcome back. Do you know what? It's so nice. Um, today I do not have to go to work. I do not have to do anything I don't want to do today. Because it's holidays. <laughs> yep. I am on holiday now until after Christmas. In fact, after the new year. I don't even have to go back between Christmas and the new year. Oh, it's so exciting. I'm so excited. <laughs> I shouldn't really be saying. I do apologise. So, 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 so. Um, we have two birthdays today. Well, not me personally. Um... Although, I would like quite like two birthdays. But no, we have two birthdays. And you know what? They are both eight today. Eight. Oh, my goodness. And they're not even twins. You'd think, wouldn't you, that they were going to be twins. But no. One is Zoe. And she is going to be eight today. And she had her celebration um, last weekend. Um, they went, um, I think they went horse riding. Um, and Leo is going to be eight today as well. And he's celebrating by going ice skating. Oh, I love ice skating. And by visiting Santa. Woo! And then he's having a party in January when the busy world has calmed down. <laughs> oh, excuse me. So, um, happy birthday to both of you. Happy birthday to you, Zoe and Leo. <laughs> Um, and that's happy birthday from everybody. So, have a lovely day, both of you. Um, right, what else do we have today? Um, well, we have yesterday's riddle. And uh, Zoe got it right. And, well, a few of you got it right, but Zoe was the one that actually um, messaged me first. So the, the riddle was, I thought it was quite a difficult one, but then what do I know? <laughs> uh, the riddle was, how many seconds are there in one year? And there are indeed 12, Zoe. So, yeah, the 12th, uh, the 2nd of January, the 2nd of February, the 2nd of March, and so on. <laughs> so, there are 12 months in every year, and there's the 2nd of every month, so there's 12. So, well done to Zoe, and well done to everybody else as well um, that managed to get it right. So, today's riddle is 
what goes through cities, over hills and around towns, but never moves. Mm, get your thinking caps on. <laughs> right. The fun fact today is from Arietti. And um, I don't know where you're from, Arietti, because there's no... Um, no location your your mummy didn't say where you were from and it doesn't matter whether you write or leave a message or anything um it gets to me where however you leave the message i think maybe the only way that it wouldn't get to me is if you sent it by carrier pigeon um because although we have a lot of pigeons in our garden um, I'm not sure that any one of them would let you tie a little message to its uh, leg. <laughs> so, Arietti's fun fact is about crocodiles. And a crocodile, depending on its species, because there's different types of crocodiles, can have between 60 and 110 teeth in its mouth oh my goodness but they're constantly being renewed so they can actually have lots more than that in their lives in their whole lifetime they have a lot more teeth than that um, because they're constantly being renewed over and over again Excuse me. And they also have the strongest bite in the world. Um, which ooh can you imagine having a crocodile's mouth clamp down onto your hand or your leg and not being able to get free? Oh deary me. So, yes, there you go. Thank you very much, Arietti, because I'm running out of fun facts, so I need some more. Um, so, what day is it today? Well, we know that it's Wednesday and we know that it's the 21st of December. We know that it's nearly Christmas. Um, but what else is it? How lovely is it that it's National Short Story Day today? I love the fact that it's National Short Story Day. Um, it's also Don't Make Your Bed Day. I'm afraid I'm going to have to ignore that because I cannot not make my bed. I have to make the bed when I get up out of it. It's made straight away um, because otherwise if I got back into it, it would be all crumpled and horrible. So, no, got to ignore that one. Um, and it's Bar Humbug Day. So you can have a little grouch and a little grumble to yourself about everything um, that annoys you. Um, because it's Bar Humbug Day, but it's also, amazingly, 
um, look on the bright side day, which is really weird because that's totally the opposite, isn't it? So you look on the bright side, always look on the bright side of life. Do 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 do. <laughs> um, and what else is it? National Crossword Puzzle Day. I love doing puzzles. Um, love doing crossword puzzles. So, um, I might do one today actually because it's Crossword Puzzle Day. And the best day ever is National Short Girl Appreciation Day. Well, it's about time somebody appreciated short girls. Um, I am a short girl, uh, a very short girl. Um, I am one of these people that can never reach the shelves in supermarkets um, and that I have to ask somebody nice if they can get something from one of the uppermost shelves because I can never reach them. I can't even reach the shelves at home. So, um, and I got my brother to put up a mirror for me in the bathroom and every time I look in the mirror, I have to stand on tiptoes because I can't can't actually see. And all I can see is like the top of my head. Um, so it's a total useless thing. <laughs> uh, but let us find out what short story we're going to read today. So. We're going to read one called I Dare You To. Now, have you ever done something because somebody else has dared you to? And they usually say things like, oh, you're a chicken or you're a coward. Um, you, you're not brave enough to do it. I dare you to do it. And it's usually something that you shouldn't be doing. Um, because they think if they say, I dare you, you will do it. And lots of people do because they don't want to be seen as being chicken. So this is one of those stories that shows you why you should perhaps not do it just because somebody has dared you. So here goes. And it's also about ice skating, which is um, what Leo is doing today. So there you go. Coincidences all around. It was very cold weather. There was thick ice on the puddles. The village of pond was frozen hard and the ducks couldn't think what had happened to it. Can't we slide on the pond yet, said Tom. His school teacher looked up. Not till I put the notice up, he said. It isn't quite safe yet. Another night or two of frost and it will be all right. But the ice isn't quite thick enough yet. But sir, we saw a couple of boys from the next village on it today, said John. It seemed to be bearing all right. I've nothing to do with the boys in the next village, said the master. I'm in charge of you. And I'm not running any risks of any of you falling in and drowning. I went on it myself this morning and I heard it crack as I walked. Well, the boys grumbled. Surely the ice was thick enough. 
Why, some of the big puddles were frozen solid. Surely the ice on the pond must be almost solid too. The teacher couldn't have heard it crack this morning. The boys all went home after school that day. They passed the pond on their way and looked at it longingly. Oh, for a slide on it. It was such a nice big pond. You could have a very fine slide indeed. Soon there would be skating. Oh, my uncle's given me a fine pair of skates, said Tom. I shall go skating on Saturday. Oh, if only Mr Brown doesn't think he still hears the ice cracking. I've got a toboggan, said John. If there's snow on the hills, I shall go sledging. I'm going to have some fun, I can tell you. My father's going to teach me how to skate properly, said Tom. You'll soon see me gliding up and down at 60 miles an hour. My mother's told me I can fetch my cousins on Saturday. They've got toboggans too, said John. They will all come home to tea with me afterwards. My will have some fun. The two boys tapped the edge of the pond with their toes. It felt thick and solid. How they wished they could just have one slide. The other boys watched them tapping the ice with their toes and they tapped too. I say, look, there are the two big boys from the next village again, said Tom suddenly. Look, they're going on the ice. The two boys ran on the ice and began to slide up and down, up and down. The other boys watched them enviously. Hey, you know it's not supposed to be safe yet, don't you? yelled Tom. The boys slid up to them. What's not safe? said one of them. Your pond? Pooh, it's as safe as can be. The ice is inches thick. Aren't you boys coming on for a slide? No, said Tom. We've been told it's not safe yet. We've got to wait. Babies, cowards, said the boy, sliding off again. You're afraid, that's what's the matter with you. Cowardy, cowardy custard. We're jolly well not afraid, yelled John angrily. It's a cheek to say that, coming from another village and sliding on our pond. You wait till we're allowed on. We'll soon chase you off. Well, come and chase us off now, mocked the two boys sliding about. Come on. One of them slid near to Tom and John. I dare you to come on the ice, he shouted. I dare you to. Tom and John hesitated. Babies, you're scared. I dare you to come on, yelled the boy. We can't be thought of as cowards, can we? Cried Tom, and he slid onto the ice. John followed. The two boys yelled rude things at them. Come on, after them, shouted Tom. We'll show them if we're afraid or not. I always do what I'm dared to do. The other two boys set off to the further end of the pond. Tom and John followed them close together. But 
just as they got to the middle, a horrible noise sounded. Crack, crack, crack. It was the ice cracking. The weight of the two boys close together had been just too much for it, for there was a thin place just there. An enormous crack had come, which widened quickly. <gasps> Icy blue water showed. Tom was sliding and couldn't stop himself. He slid right into the crack and fell into the water. Poor John followed him. They yelled as the cold water crept up to their waists. Help! Save us! Help! they yelled in fright. They clutched at the cold edge of the cracked ice, but it was so cold and slippery that they could not hold it. The two boys from the next village took fright and fled away. The other boys, Tom's friends and John's, started, stared sorry, with frightened eyes. Fetch help, cried Tom. Quick, we'll drown. One of the boys darted off. He raced to the nearest house. There he found a sensible woman who, carrying a long ladder, came as quickly as she could to the pond. She laid the ladder down flat on the ice and it reached the two boys. Get hold! Clamber up! she shouted. Tom managed to catch, clutch the last ring. Oh, rung. He turned and pulled John there too. The two boys were so icy cold that they could hardly use their hands. But soon they were trying to clamber along the ladder that was lying flat over the icy pond. They reached the woman and she pulled them quickly to the bank. Silly boys! Going on bef the ice before it was fit to bear, she scolded. You'll catch your deaths of cold. Where do you live? Not far off, said T Tom, whose teeth were chattering so much that he could hardly speak. We can run to our homes, both of us. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Shivering with the cold, the two boys got to their homes as quickly as they could. Their mothers were shocked to see them so wet and so cold. Quickly they stripped off their dripping things and bundled them into warm beds and gave them hot drinks. But it was too late. The next day, both Tom and John had terrible coughs and colds. They felt very ill. They didn't even want anything to eat. They were ill for three weeks. During that time, the pond froze very hard and people skated and slid all day long. The snow covered the hills too and everyone went sledging and snowballing. The boys and girls at the village school had a wonderful time. When Tom and John were better at last and able to go back to school, the snow had melted and the pond was water again with ducks swimming gaily on it. The cold weather had gone for good. And the two boys had missed it all. How upset they were. 
Their schoolmaster welcomed them back, but he didn't seem at all sorry for them when they grumbled that the cold weather had gone. You deserved to miss it, he said. You were very disobedient. Sir, we didn't mean to be, said Tom. We were going to obey you, really we were. But the two boys from the next village called us cowards for not going on the pond. Yes, sir, and they dared us to, said John. They said, we dare you to. Come on, we dare you to. So we just had to go on, you see, sir, said Tom. If they dared us, what else could we do? We had to be brave and show it. Now look here, said Mr Brown. Let's get this silly daring business right. You were going to be loyal and obedient to my wishes, but someone else that you don't know and don't care tuppence about comes along and says, I dare you to, and you throw away all your loyalty and common sense and do what they dare you to, simply because you're afraid they will think you're cowards. The two boys looked at him. He went on speaking in his low, even voice. You were so afraid they would think you afraid that you let your fear of their scorn conquer you and you did the silliest thing you could do. Went onto a pond that didn't bear weight. Not very daring, Tom and John. The really brave thing would have been to say, think us cowards if you like, but we've promised not to go on and we're not afraid of keeping our promise. <sighs> yes, said Tom, suddenly seeing that Mr Brown was quite right. The thing we thought was brave wasn't. It was just silly, done because we were dared to do it. The really brave thing would have been to laugh and not go out onto the ice. I see, sir. Good, said his master. Three weeks in bed will be worth it if you see the difference between a silly dare and a loyalty to a promise. Well, I hope we get some cold weather again and we can send you off to slide and toboggan after all. But the cold weather didn't come again that year. And it was a pity because the two boys had to wait till the next winter. Oh dear. Well, kind of served them right, didn't it? But you can't help feeling sorry for them. Um, for some reason, those words, I dare you, seem to just make boys, especially, just, I don't know, not sensible at all. <laughs> but maybe that story will make you think. Um, so, are we doing anything exciting today? Well, we know that Leo is going ice skating and visiting Santa. Um, we know that he is probably going to get presents as well. 
And we know that Zoe is probably going to get presents as well. Oh my goodness, all these people with presents. <coughs> Just before Christmas as well. Deary me. So, um, happy birthday again to Zoe and Leo. And um, whatever you're doing today, whether it's your birthday or not, have an absolutely magnificent day have fun but while you're having fun make sure you take care and stay safe okay and i will see you tomorrow same time same place bye for now